0: She's April. And she's Molly. And we are the book besties. Happens so fast. Twilight is horrible and I still fucking love it.
1: You know, this is for your
0: own good. <laughs> I just need you to do a little bit more research into
1: what nature actually is first. I don't want to blame the author because I am the author.
0: Hi. Hi. That didn't count down
1: like it normally did. I. I'm not a. I don't know what's going on with Zencaster, and we've been having. I don't want to talk bad about it because we're in the middle of using it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it didn't. It didn't it count didn't down do like. The
1: things. Like it didn't it do the did. things.
0: So. The, the, so, um, I have some weird news for you. Okay. So, you know, and our audience probably knows that we are going to be at the Annapolis Book Festival on April. Shut up. We're going to be at a festival? April 20. What is it? 29th. Yeah. yeah. April Something 29th. Like 29th. Yes. 29th. And we're going to be live streaming our episode. our In interviews. No No big and- deal. And then we're going to have an episode that will put all of it together. But yes. so I've read three of the con books. And the first one that I read was this one, Wild Oak by C.C. Harrington. And mm-hmm. this is a children's book. And oh, it's so beautifully written. I heard. It's so like, beautiful.
1: A- 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 Goodreads has nothing but lovely things to I say know. about the work in it.
0: It has, uh, I mean, it's won a crap ton of awards. It was right. amazing. So I can't wait to meet her. But here's my news for you. I finished this book, The War Librarian by Addison Armstrong and uh-huh. fucking loved it. And it is, shut the fuck up. And it shut is
1: the fuck up fiction everybody.
0: <laughs> <Historical> <laughs> fiction, everybody. Historical <laughs> fiction. April has found one she
1: likes. <laughs> so the catch on that one. I'm struggling to finish that book. <laughs>
0: I am hurt by this because it is so good, and but, I cannot um, wait
1: to meet Addison Armstrong. I can't wait either because oh her gosh. research skills are Amazing. spectacular. But the reason I'm struggling with this is um, since we're not going to talk about this book per se on pod, I'll mm-hmm. just go over a little snip real quick. Well, here. we'll talk
0: about it in her episode,
1: but yeah. But so she's in the military. One in of the, the characters. Late Mm -hmm. Yes, one of the characters is in the military in the late 70s, early 80s, and it's when women first get into Annapolis. Mm
0: -hmm. And... To the Naval Academy. To the Naval Academy.
1: And I... You are new here and didn't know this. I'm sorry that this is fresh information for you, but I was in the Coast Guard. Mm -hmm. Like, I know this is strange and I never talk about it, Mm -hmm. but... (laughs) (laughs) I never mention it. Um... (laughs) But boot camp is very similar to this Mm -hmm. because they're trying to prepare you. Mm -hmm. But there's this thing female company commanders say, and I text it to you because I was having such a hard time with this book and I'm still having a hard time. Perceptions is nine-tenths of the law. Mm -hmm. If you are uterine, if you were born with the uterus, if you have breasts, if you identify as female in the military, perception is nine-tenths of the law. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter what you did do, what you didn't Mm -hmm. do. You're assumed to be the problem. Mm -hmm. And fuck, this book makes that hurt. (laughs) Because it is fucking real. Well,
0: I have to say, I have never read a historical fiction book that is so well researched. And there's so much related to both of our professions in it. Because, yeah. The other character is um, a, librarian. a librarian during World War I.
1: And she's a librarian. Did you guys know she's a librarian?
0: And if you're new here, I'm a
1: librarian. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> it's me. We never talk about that either. We never talk about
0: that. <laughs> um, and so I just, like, I don't know. I learned more about my profession than I knew before. And I was like, how real is this? So I started right. down the rabbit hole. And I was like, fuck, this is real. Like Real the ala had people stationed in france Mm -hmm. and um yeah so i really liked it so if you haven't seen it yet i did a story on the book and i tagged the author and i saved the story on our highlights and instagram Mm -hmm. so go and see it if you want um but it's basically just me gushing over the fact that i finally found a historical fiction book i liked and we're not even reading it for an episode i mean we are are
1: It's a special episode. It's not like a normal episode. We're not going to have a full episode with her. Right. But if she does another one, and being that she's local to me, Mm -hmm. maybe we can get her back on for another season.
0: Oh my gosh. I would love it. So she has a, this is her second book. So she has another book. And I'm not sure if she's working on something else.
1: I bet you Dollars to Donuts she is. Well, I bet you Dollars to Donuts she is. Katie read her first book, and it's about a nurse. It's about a nurse.
0: And Katie said, "100. She got all the medical stuff right. So that's three professions between the three of us, and she got all of them right. And that that is does that ever happen?
1: Best, that is a book, bestie stamp of approval. Yeah, which we don't have. That's a those, trifecta yeah. right there. That's a trifecta. You you just got the triple crown. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, a, a hat trick, as we say in group chat. That's not what we call hat tricks." <laughs> It's a hat
0: trick. I wish a hat trick to everyone these days. I wish
1: a hat trick to everyone. Yeah. So let's talk about this week's book, shall we? I, I guess this week's book is a Nature of Witches. The Nature and of Witches, not a, but okay. Have you met me, like, ever? Of course, I fuck believe up a title.
0: we <laughs> have been friends for quite some time. Just By Rachel Griffin. Years.
1: For those of you that didn't hear yeah. the author. This is and a Piper Addy. It's YA. Um, YA this is a, Piper begged me to put this on. She said I was, she swore up and down I was going to love it. And she was right. I do have the feels about it, but you also have the feels about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's have the feels about it with a synopsis.
0: I told Katie my issues with it, and she actually had read this book like a year ago or something. Uh-huh. After
1: she's... Piper suggested it in Baby Book Besties.
0: Oh, did she? And then yeah. she, she told me she fucking loved it. So it's just me. It's just it's you. It's just cause... me. Yeah. Hi, it's me.
1: I'm the problem. I'm the problem. It's, it's me. me. <laughs> in a world where weather, it's... And its magic is controlled by witches of the season. There seems to be only one everwitch in Clara Desmore Des Densmore Densmore. Why can't I say this name? I
0: don't think it matters.
1: Clara Densmore is that witch? Clara isn't a fan of being an everwitch. It comes with all kinds of problems. She can't seem to stay in love for a season. She can't seem to really control her power. and oh. Her powers eventually kill the ones she loves. Hmm. So she has decided to use this power for the next... She used the power of the next eclipse to strip her magic. Problems arise when her mentor dies and she is stuck with no one but two people overseeing her. Not one, but two people overseeing her, excuse me. Mr. Bowers and his mentor sang, pronounced song in the audiobook... They have come from separate, a separate school that trained the last ever witch. As always, in a teen romance full of magic, there is a love story and, of course, danger. So, does Clara gain control or does she become normal? Let's talk about the nature of witches. Was cool. that a synopsis to make yeah, you happy? That was a synopsis to rival.
0: All synopses
1: of all the Molly synopses, <gasps> dude. Uh-oh. Look at
0: look at the hardback cover. Has like cool design on it.
1: Neat.
0: It's like butterflies and um, wildflowers. Cool.
1: Oh, that's neat. pretty. I have like little like leaves on this one,
0: but yeah, this does too. But I okay. meant on the inside, like without the book jacket, which I can't take off because I I got this at the the library.
1: At the library. Okay. Question one. As I said, this was a Piper suggestion. I can see why she pushed for us to read it. I know it missed the mark for you. What did you think of Rachel Griffin and her writing style? Okay.
0: I think there was a story here. There was a story here. I think there was a concept here. I think Mm -hmm. that both would have been good, but they were not executed well. And I do feel like I've done a little research on the author. So Rachel Griffin is from the Northwest. Mm -hmm. So listen, listen, listen.
1: She's doing the guys guys
0: thing. (laughs) As somebody that's from the Northwest, I feel like you should understand how snowstorms work. Mm-hmm. And somebody like me from the Midwest and someone like Molly from the Northeast,
1: Northeast? We, we also know how snowstorms work. We do. And we, it all. we 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 understand snow. We're pretty snow good storms, about
0: it. Snowstorms and blizzards do not come out of nowhere. Mm-mm. I don't know why you thought it would be a good idea to have a blizzard that appeared out of nowhere like it was a fucking tornado. That is not how blizzards work. That is not how snow works.
1: I saw your there's rant at either, the
0: There's either precipitation in the air, mm-hmm. and it's cold enough, and then we therefore get snow. Because science. Or there's no snow. Or no snow. There's not, it's not, That's not. It's not both. It doesn't, you can't have both. it's not how it works. And I also felt like, um. That's how any of this works right (laughs) so this is the savior trope right the chosen one trope the chosen one trope and there are just so many better ya books that than this one that do Mm. that same trope i I would even say i would even say harry potter was better
1: damn we know how much she hates harry potter if you've
0: ever seen two episodes all
1: she does is talk about how much she hates harry potter (laughs)
0: There's a lot of potholes and a lot of things that don't make sense. And I'm sorry, I, but Song and whatever the fuck the professor's name is that's working with him. From the they, others. They came yeah. from a school that helped an Everwitch 100 years ago. They didn't have direct experience with the motherfucking Everwitch.
1: I don't they know why books. they
0: thought they were going to help
1: her. You read books about it that their school written. Obviously that Anyone an could have read those motherfucking books. <laughs> okay. So I, I'm going to keep going into the questions, but since we're piling onto problems here, one of the problems to me is, so she missed an opportunity here. And this is my one big bell here. You just have one? Just one. And it's, uh, she missed an opportunity to do dual stories here. She was given the past in a book Based off of the writings of another uh, Everwitch that had figured out her shit. Ah, well, that's what we assume, but the actual writing is her journal.
0: Yeah, but all those clips throughout, we think that that is—we think that's the other Everwitch, but it isn't. It's not.
1: But what she was reading a journal from another Everwitch,
0: though, because the teacher gave it to her. But we don't get the much of that text. Throughout, we get snippets of the text
1: of what she writes. Right. But I feel like it's a missed opportunity for us to see two characters struggling. But as much as she struggled with this storyline, I don't know how she would be able to handle two storylines. You know? It's like
0: she had this.
1: I'm not saying it's not a great idea, it's a really good concept.
0: Nature and witches go together hand in hand. I knew that you
1: would because it's got discovery vibes. It's oh, this is discovery of witches junior. I but it's not as well written. It's not what is well written. No, and, for sure. And but when, I enjoyed the we shit were, out of it. When we
0: were texting, you said, um, "Well, it's good for what it is." Mm -hmm. And you meant YA, but that's a really unfair statement because we are friends with a YA author, Francesca Zappia, if you have not heard our Francesca Zappia episodes. Who the fuck are you? She's been on three times now. Two weeks ago, she was just on, and you need to just go listen to it because it's amazing.
1: She's going to be back next season, actually. She's doing spooky season
0: with us. She is. Um, But we're friends with a YA author. Tell me that this holds up to her stuff. Tell me it does.
1: No, but if- So
0: saying it's good for what it is is like a terrible metaphor. It doesn't hold up to John Green either. John Green every season until he comes on the pod.
1: My kid has read all of these YA's.
0: Okay? Cats and Yammer, They Both Die at the End, The Graveyard Book. Okay. And Nature Witches.
1: All of these, she rated equally. At that nice. age... At that age, it's not about content. It's not about if it's written well. It's about entertainment value. That's fair because Twilight is horrible and I still fucking love it. And it's about, it's about. (laughs) And I read Twilight in
0: my late 20s. So
1: (laughs) I would never compare those groups together. Mm -hmm. But my children love that group together.
0: Yeah.
1: I just didn't think it was great. I think the concept
0: is really smart. I I do think it's a bit self-righteous. Like, the witches are going to save all the humans from the things that they've done to destroy the earth. Okay. I mean, we're all guilty of fucking something. But but self-righteous. But I did think the concept was good. I just did not think that that it was well-written. I thought the story was all over the place.
1: It is. It is. But, again, editors. Right? That's where my editor work okay
0: but you always say that but at some point you have to blame the fucking author
1: that's true i don't want to blame the author because i am the author (laughs) not of this book specifically i did not write this book the editor's name
0: the editor's name is not on it rachel griffin's name is on it
1: valid point i get i will give you that wow thank you valid point Valid point. Not even in the fine print. She might be thanked
0: in the uh, acknowledgement. Not even
1: the fine print.
0: I'm not sure this book has even been opened. It looks like it's. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you just scared me. Okay, I was looking down, and that noise scared me. I literally jumped. You're like, I borrowed this from the library. Nobody's borrowed read it. Annie Berger, or Berger, one or the other. Maybe it's her pen name for editing her own. You know word. what's
0: funny? This is Is this the same publisher that Chessie has? No. 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 It's Source Books and I thought that was hers, but it's Green Willow is Chessie's publisher. Green Willow is Chessie's. Okay, question two. We
1: only talk two? about oh my God. Yeah. We're only sixteen minutes in, I know
0: do you know that every motherfucking week we do we're only this many minutes in and we haven't talked about the book or we're only this many minute, minutes in and we've only finished question one every week
1: every week, we can get our lives together at this point it's, we should just give up we should just give up we'll we'll try to pretend to talk about books we talk about <laughs> books in readers ages uh-huh. i think this book is perfect for the age group it's titled and intended for you well have feelings So Mm. let's talk about those feelings because I think this is perfect. Piper loved it. Her friends have all read it. They all love it. But you hold authors to a different standard. Truly.
0: I think that there are books for everybody and there are really terrible books that people love, like Twilight, for example. I love Mm -hmm. the Twilight series. It is terribly written. Stephanie Meyer, I mean... Girl, girl, I'm so proud of you and all your cash, but my gosh, that book like, is not good.
1: But I it's mean, so good. I don't know, but but people love the, the host too, though. The host like, was terrible. Terrible. I don't. So bad. But that's Myers loyalists. who are like, oh, the host was so good. No, it wasn't. Mm 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 mm. They had that but, film cast before she finished the movie. Anyway,
0: but. I feel like as somebody who works with children who recommends books to Mm -hmm. children I want to recommend a book that is not just enjoyable but is a good solid story this is not one that I would recommend if I'm going to recommend something that has magic in it it's not going to be this Hmm. I would recommend Shezi's new book um, gray Mist but Fair. If you have not ordered it, you missed
1: the pre-order with all the swag, but you can still go buy Chesie's book. It's worth but it. But if I knew, let's play devil's advocate. I have three kids come in and one, I offer one Gray Mist. The other might not like it. There is horror. There is a sense of darkness in that. Mm-hmm. And not all children need that, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm right now I'm uh reading for
0: work, for preparing for Battle of the Books. Mm-hmm. I'm reading Amari and the Night Brothers, and mm-hmm. that is really good and it's magic. Good. It? Yeah. It's like Men in Black, but instead of it being aliens, it's all supernatural creatures.
1: It's pretty cool. That is cool, and they that allude
0: cool. they allude to a lot of like pop culture uh-huh. uh, references. So like the Van Helsing f- family is a part Ooh. of it. Um, there Vladimir, like is, uh, is a is a Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, nice. Yeah, they do all that. Um, so it, it's really well written, and that's actually a middle grade book. Mm-hmm. So, I just think there are better things. Gotcha.
1: I mean, I, I see also, your point. Also. I see your point. Sorry, go ahead. I see your point, but sometimes a shitty story is okay.
0: <laughs> well,
1: I mean, I like
0: Twilight. I'm going to keep saying that, so... <laughs> Um, and you know, I love the selection series, but Kira Cass, my gosh, how many motherfucking times can the rebels break into the palace, but I'll
1: still read the shit out of that series. I I mean, that is a book that can be reread many times, many times, but
0: you know, I really had an issue with the fact I'll never reread this one. No, I really had an issue with the fact that the witches were supposed to be doing good. And yet you have people like her teacher who literally trapped a family who could have died to yeah. make sure she used her magic. Yeah. Like what the fuck?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. For yeah. Sure. It's gross for sure.
0: Now I did like the story of her and song. I wasn't surprised at all that they mm-hmm. were going to fall for each other. That I'm going to talk surprising. about
1: the characters.
0: Okay. Well, I wasn't, uh, I, that is something oh, okay, I did sorry. enjoy. That is something okay. I did enjoy.
1: Um, readers, I'm still talking about the book in general. I, I need to get faster. Readers no, you have don't. used. We're,
0: t- we're having a good conversation about this piece <sighs> of garbage.
1: Readers have used so many titles. I'll list some of them below to describe the nature of witches. Do you think they're right? Practical Magic and Discovery were listed several times on Goodreads. And then there were others that I didn't recognize. Do you see how this can be connected to the witchy genre and held up to that standard? Because I don't see it. I mean, it's a great YA book, but I don't see it being held up to practical magic or discovery.
0: I've never read practical magic. I've seen the movie. I don't know how comparable they are. Um, I didn't like discovery the way that you like discovery. Uh, But to me, I think the comparison is the naturey side, yeah. Because whereas, like for something First like mother
1: kind of vibe, right? Going, for something yeah. like
0: Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Harry <laughs> Potter, Harry Potter, he's Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire's.
1: <laughs> I'm a dick. Sorry,
0: he's a wizard, but with nothing connecting him to like nature. The more traditional look at witches, and I mean, we literally have people who are Wiccans, who Mm -hmm. are witches. It's a nature religion. And so I think that the correlation here between this book and things like Discovery is the nature element. It's Hmm. the
1: inclusion of the
0: more traditional witch. Yeah,
1: I think it gives that dirt on the floor vibe. Oh yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that the, the house is a little dirty there's gonna be cobwebs. the front right. door is definitely open right, right. that you you have a good breeze blowing through the house. that's this book this is a comfort book um, yeah I did not that's like that
0: books. I did it's not like the, I did not like the idea that um, her magic would kill people yeah and that through this book, you learn that the reason that her magic does that is because it wants to feel connected to her. And so the way it wants that it can continue to feel connected to her is by reaching out to the people that she loves and they can't actually handle that much, uh, power. Um, I just feel like that is like
1: ridiculous. Well, this book is a book written by a panther. You can, it's all over it. Oh, it's 100%. This is a pantser book because, and I'm a pantser, so I'm going to bag hard on this for a second. She didn't keep track of, like, you could see she was coming up with this as she went. And that's what writing is, right? Mm -hmm. We're fucking making up as we go. I mean, Mm -hmm. I do it all the goddamn time, literally. However, however, you got to keep track of what you're doing. Mm Mm-hmm and there it were felt some holes in here. It felt like at times she would mention something and then contradict herself at times mm-hmm. later in the story and it just and that could be her writing a young teen, it could be her as a young writer. I don't know. I don't know the creator. All I know is there's contradictions in here. And, and, and I just,
0: can't I can't remember exactly what it was because I read this book like I forever know, ago,
1: me a too. A month ago. But, I know.
0: um uh you in the fine print episode mentioned something about like her shoes being different between two different pages Continuity the same scene this book had continuity issues as well i can't remember what it was but i remember reading it and going okay molly is totally gonna call that out but i forget what it was now and there were also parts that were just so ridiculous that i was laughing
1: well sometimes absurd like like her having her own room and them just not having a grown up and she's it's cool that Mm -hmm. she just has boys sleeping over all the time right 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 no that's how this fucking works that's how any of this fucking works yeah the the, it was so
0: blasé and casual about about sex sex in high school in high school at a boarding school. And I'm not going to say that that doesn't happen. I mean, we no. read Looking for Alaska, and we know that that happens. Uh, I mean, it happened, But it, but it wasn't even handled delicately. It was just... It, it felt more um, new adults in how casually well,
1: it handled that. As casually as they're talking about sex, mm-hmm. you would think there would be more sex scenes, but it was more fade to black scenes. Oh, it was all
0: closed door. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Which... I'm sorry... I have an almost high sc- almost ninth grader. Mm-hmm. I know high school kids. They are very embarrassed by sex. They are very, like, embarrassed. They're <laughs> not going to be blasé about it, right? I don't know like, if I agree with you. Some of them
0: would tell me about their sex lives and I was their teacher.
1: So. Okay. So, th- see, we got different strokes for different folks I'm seeing. And I'd be like, uh, maybe this is not something that you hey, tell me. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we uh, have better boundaries. <laughs> which season witch are you?
0: Well, my birthday is December 22nd. So
1: that would I, make you a winter witch.
0: I am a winter witch. I am sometimes the winter solstice is on my birthday. So I actually would be a winter witch.
1: I I lean between summer and fall. I I Well your birthday's um, in
0: August, so that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I give off both vibes, but both kind of make my heart happy, I guess. I
0: feel like winter would appeal to me anyway because I do feel like um I grew up in the cold and I The cold didn't bother me anyway. It did fucking <laughs> bother me though.
1: Oh, the cold bothers me fucking nasty.
0: It yeah. didn't when I was growing up. But then when I moved away and came back, I was like, what the fuck is this? Why? <laughs> growing up, I loved it. I know. I know, because we didn't feel the cold when we were kids. No, and when you were in college, you just did a few shots in your room, and then you... You went about walked, your day. Walked Seriously. to the
1: bar. It's fine. Seriously. It's funny. The choice to isolate Clara, do you think that was a good or a bad idea by the school?
0: No, it was wasn't it for, good. Was I do it for Clara un- or them, though? I think it was to protect them. I don't think okay. it had anything to do with protecting Clara. Um, she, okay, so we've talked about many times. Oh, this might be a question of yours. Is Hero a question of yours?
1: Yeah, that's actually my next one. Okay, well, I don't think it was good to isolate her. I'll hold the rest of my thought. Okay. Um, what I did think you think? It was, I think it's more for the school mm-hmm. and then... They made it made her feel like it was for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah. you know, this is for your own good. This is this is free. It's like when we um, convince a kid that a band aid is necessary and it's going to fix the boo boo, even though it's not going to fix the boo boo because it's just a bruise. It's not going to fix the boo boo-boo. boo. The boo boo is going to still hurt. This mm-hmm. is for your own good. This is this is just so you'll stop crying and shut up. This isn't about <laughs> this isn't about me or you. It's yeah. about. Make it's it's about appearances. Well, they couldn't have another student die. No. Okay, so we ask this from this genre genre constantly. Is Clara a heroine? No. Really. And
0: it's Hit not it, with it. It's not just because she's reluctant, and it's not just because she doesn't. Um, she just does it because she feels like she has to. Um, It's because she doesn't understand the kind of power that she could actually have. And I don't mean magical power. She could be something amazing and helpful and actually change the world. And instead she wants to throw it all away. And you're going to find this interesting. You're going to find this interesting because I will fiercely continue to defend Katniss as a hero. But I actually think that... uh, Clara's biggest issue is that she's just a pawn.
1: Mm-hmm. And that which, was Katniss.
0: Which is what you argue about Katniss. I don't agree. I think when Katniss really shined and really was truly a hero, it was when she ignored what everybody was trying to I tell mean, her to do.
1: That's Clara. No. Clara becomes a hero when she finally trusts her instincts. She literally.
0: She still does what? what other people tell her to do. Her best friend, the winter person who she. She goes, You need to go. She had didn't
1: say. A she relationship
0: goes, with it one time. She was like, You need to do it.
1: And so she did. So she still wasn't thinking for herself. I mean, it was her instinct to go. She just needed backup, I guess. You're right. I don't have it in me to argue about this. Are you just tired or I'm right? Both.
0: Okay. I'll allow Can it. you take both? <laughs> as long as me being right is part of it, yes. <laughs> sure, sure. You know what? Fuck you, Molly.
1: <laughs> Just for good measure. Lots of willful characters in this book. Miss um, Suntiles. Well, well we, Miss Suntiles. She runs the school. She's a summer witch. Mister mm-hmm. Hart, who runs. Nope, not Mister Hart. Mister Hart was her. Um, teacher that died Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and then the teacher that um came from the other school who's really shitty and just kind of dropped her in the middle of nowhere he's a winter witch Mm -hmm. sang park which is a student from the west school he's a spring Paige is her ex-lover and ex-best friend who's a winter witch um did you have any that you liked i liked Mm -hmm. Sang. yeah Um, I actually think Paige was a bad
0: bitch and I liked her too, but I liked Paige. Um, but I, I, I was annoyed with the fact that, uh, in order for Clara to really be her true self, she needed saying she needed a guy.
1: Yeah, that's super gross. What's irritating for me is with Paige, that character, um, they wrote her to be like this very strong, confident character who doesn't take shit. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me Paige is just going to keep her distance. She watched her best friend lose, not just her mentor, but her other other best friend. And she's just going to let her keep her distance and alone. She's be a woman scorned, though. Right. But she talks about all the time about... She kept saying how they were friends first. They were friends first. They were friends first. It doesn't
0: matter. She's a woman scorned.
1: Hmm. You know, who I kept, been- you know who I kept picturing... Um, Have
0: you seen, uh, the Wednesday Adam show on Netflix? Mm -hmm. I kept picturing her roommate as, as Paige. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the duo that came from the Western school, uh, the teacher and saying, do you think they actually came there to help Claire or was it more for themselves?
0: It was fucking pride. And here's something that I don't know if she did this intentionally, but notice they were both men. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was intentional. We're going to fix this girl. We're going to fix this girl. We're men. Right. I don't know if that was intentional, but if it was, I'm actually going to give you props for that because that was pretty brilliant, but I doubt it was intentional.
1: No, I doubt it too. (laughs) Do you think saying, I think it was
0: about having a love interest and not, about
1: I think so too. Do you think he was a good love interest slash mentor?
0: Um, honestly, sometimes he was kind of a little whiny bitch, but he
1: was... This is my bell moment. That boy was a college kid sleeping with a high schooler. He
0: was in his first year of college and she was graduating that year. So It doesn't
1: matter. Like, she was underage and he wasn't. She was 18, but... Right, but... If your 18-year-old daughter was dating a college age kid, you would lose your shit.
0: I don't think I would. A freshman in college and a mm. senior in high school are they're that that I'm okay with that. They could have mm. started dating as a senior and a junior.
1: I don't know. I think I'm that i line mean, is a, a little senior
0: more. in college and a senior in junior uh, and a senior in high school.
1: No, that's not okay. But he's not going to, okay, if this is real world, I'm going to play this as the mom because I am the mom. If one of my daughters, a freshman in high school, or a senior in high school, is dating a freshman in college, and then that freshman in college starts taking her to freshman activities, i.e. drinking parties, hazing things, events at college, then she is no longer doing high school things. She's doing college things that are not appropriate for her age group.
0: No, I don't agree. That's why
1: dating somebody in
0: that age group is not appropriate. I don't agree. And I actually dated, uh, well, I don't know if we would call it dating. My best guy friend and I were sort of maybe dating when he was a senior in high school and I was
1: in college. I mean, this is hypocritical because I dated a high school senior when I was out of high school. It it doesn't bother me. It's different
0: if they are... Um, a senior in college and a senior in high school. A senior in high school and a freshman in college doesn't bother me. Mm.
1: Okay.
0: I'm not bothered okay. by it.
1: Okay. Uh, Mr. Hart was too extreme for, we can agree on that. Like his lesson plans were not going to work for her. Not Mr. Like, Hart. The other guy. The other guy. Mr. Sodom or Sodom. Sundom? Son. Who knows? Sodom. Mr. Borrowers. Burrows. Barrow. 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 Mr. Barrow. Barrow's. Fuck. Okay. So, where am I? Oh, number nine. No, his his lesson plans were, and this is once again,
0: this man knows better. I'm right. sorry, but you had nothing to do with the previous
1: Everwitch.
0: You just happened to be a teacher at that school. It doesn't mean you understand
1: them. You never taught her. Right. You've never held the magic. It's been a hundred years. You've never, like, you don't even know what it's like to control that magic. You barely control your own fucking magic from what I'm understanding, sir. Mm -hmm. Get your life
0: together. Also, why is a winter witch a mentor for someone who's a
1: botanist? I don't know. How did that work? I don't know. Uh, Plot holes. Plot hole. Um, Clara's magic seems to only hurt those she truly loves and plans to use it to remove it if she can't control it. Were you surprised by the last magic mad last minute info that magic saved her? No. Lame as fuck. It was if you so were, entirely
0: convenient.
1: It, it, it's a story of convenience. Mm-hmm. Oh, this works here. Oh, this works here. I can't figure oh, out how to works. write myself out of this. Oh, look at that. Magic. Fixed it. If you were Clara and you thought this was your only choice, would you do it? Would you let the... Like, if you were stuck in her position and you thought your power was the only way to get rid of it is to step under the moonlight and just die, you good with that? No, it's very selfish of her. Especially since she's the only witch in 100 years that can save everybody. I understand that she
0: didn't want to be alone, but she was giving up. She wasn't even trying to find something else. And I get it. Okay, I have to say, my favorite part of this book, Uh my favorite part was after she and Song broke up, because she was like, I can't, I don't want to put him in danger, Mm -hmm. and they started growing plants together. field, but tell me, that field is twilight. Oh, yeah. A field of flowers? Oh, yeah. Don't they literally reference Stephanie Meyer in this book? Mm -hmm. Or is it the one I'm reading now? Because the one I'm reading now, they literally do reference. They have her name in it. Yeah. But I, yeah, there were definitely, this, Rachel Griffin grew up reading Twilight. For sure. Yeah, 100%. But look, Molly, this book doesn't even look like it's been opened. I mean, seriously, look how crisp it is. I don't see any markings that make me think that she goes, opened this. She goes,
1: nobody at my library likes this book. I don't know why we put it on the shelf.
0: Look, I am going to have to, at this point, I'm going to have to look at the circ stats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Clara falls hard in a lot. And it seems to be tied to the season and their changes and once those happen those feelings drop do you like the author's choice to make this her magic tied to these relationships in the seasons did you like this ebb and flow
0: so it was only that she had love in summer and so that's right. why it was weird when she started liking song all the way back in autumn well, who's a spring yeah um i i don't know I feel like I, that I, wasn't flushed out well. I I agree. I feel like all that we really did know about her was that she had a lot of relationships, and it's like, oh, that girl's like slept around a lot in high school, right? And I don't, and and that again, that blasé, casual look at sex. And here's the thing: I know a lot of books that have sex in them are ones that get banned, like YA books that have sex get banned. But almost every single time that you read a YA book with sex, it's not in the context of fucking around. It's in the context of a relationship. It's building a foundation. It's an expression of them loving each other. It's not just fucking. And Mm -hmm. it feels like to me like she was just like, I'll just pick up another one. It'll be fine.
1: I'm wondering if I feel like there's a lot on the cutting room floor here. I feel like we're missing stuff and information from this author and this book. We're getting bits and pieces. What frustrates me is I'm wondering if she first started doing this dating thing and sleeping around thing as a test to see if something would stick. If someone would stick around. And after a while, she just kept doing it and was like, well, fucking time to move on. Where's the next one? You know what I mean? Yeah, but they literally make the,
0: the season change, the end of summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. she's like I it's feel basically it summer loving and then we go back in the fall and you know happened so fast I know.
1: exactly what did you think of the book ending her saving the whole fucking fe- music festival i mean it was expected um yeah. i like that she got
0: to have both song and her powers and that she learned to embrace it and she learned to work with everybody else but mostly I just like that the book was over
1: I looked did I miss anything April Goodreads final thoughts <clears throat> oh boy she's tested she's rearing up gang I'm going to stand up for this one I'm going to stretch because I um, feel like I'm going to need it Get Molly
0: do you know how often a solar eclipse occurs
1: very rare
0: no I don't know. I don't pay attention. No. Why? So partial solar eclipses happen several times a year. A full solar eclipse happens every two to four years. The last solar, mm-hmm. uh, full solar eclipse we had in this country uh, was in 2017. We are due for mm-hmm. another one in 2024. Hmm. I actually, you too. We will be in the path of totality. They make it sound like solar eclipses are so motherfucking rare. In fact, the book actually says for this to occur in a witch's lifetime is almost unheard of. That's complete <laughs> they, motherfucking they, they, nonsense. They literally
1: did say that. They did say that. That is that complete motherfucking nonsense.
0: <laughs> and literally, all you had to do was to fix that plot hole was Google. Just Google yeah. it.
1: The, compared to um, War Librarian, yeah, the research is very much lacking. In yeah, thing.
0: but I read this before the War Librarian, and I don't necessarily expect my fantasy to be too well researched. I mean, I literally like reading fairy smut, so I don't know that that counts. You know, but
1: I just—I mm, don't know.
0: I, I, you do not understand how blizzards work or how solar eclipses work, and you wrote a book about nature magic. I just need you to do a little bit more research into what nature actually is first
1: please rachel she
0: has two more books and they're all the same vibe they're all witches in nature yeah i saw
1: i'm wondering if she's self. she's not a self-published one is she
0: no no and this book was a bestseller and it um it was a bestseller i don't know that it actually won any awards but uh, so one no, of my assistants, no I asked her if she had read this one because she reads like very fast, like kind mm-hmm. of like Katie's Speed Fast. Yeah. And I asked her if she had read this one and she was like, Oh no, I don't think I have. And so I started describing it to her. She's like, Oh yeah, I have. That book is terrible. Um so That's she, funny. she hated it so much she forgot about it. My Goodreads rating was a two out of five. Yeah. I'm and, not surprised. And um, My what I say is in the genre of magic and witches, this book cannot hold up. The concept of witches being tied to nature is nothing new. I don't even mind all the references to climate change and witches being the answer, which essentially makes this book alt universe and not fantasy. But the science is so far off base in this book that it just doesn't work for me. From an evolutionary perspective, if the answer was more ever witches, then more would be born. This is the same idea that produces all the wolves in the Twilight series, which is also paranormal YA fiction. Additionally, Clara mentions the rarity of a total eclipse in the sun during a witch's lifetime um, being the rarity of it. But total eclipses occur every few years and partial partial eclipses several times a year. There's more than that, but
1: you're done talking about this book
0: so let's talk about next week shall we oh yeah sure so next week we are reading um this book the dead romantics by ashley poston and our maybe poston i should probably look up how you actually say her name and i'm almost finished with this one so this is next week and then week three of april we're reading Culp classic do you have a copy of it
1: that's a great question I don't know because Piper organized my books.
0: Okay, well, it's by Sloan Crosley. Um, that's a Molly pick. Everyone will yeah. look at the cover and know that it's a Molly pick. And then we're going to wrap out the month with this book, <laughs> The Last Chance Library by Freya Samson. And yeah. I picked this one because uh, National Library Week is uh, the last
1: week in April. and so Look I'm at her being all intentional books. and stuff and me just grabbing books to grab books.
0: Well, I actually think that we might not be reading it for the national library week because we had to do some schedule changing behind the scenes spoilers. No, we are,
1: we are actually reading it
0: for national library week. So, Ah.
1: um,
0: so yeah, I, I want to celebrate libraries and support local libraries. Uh, it's not just because I'm a librarian guys. libraries really are the last place in this world. Library, library, library. It's the last place in this world that you have no expectations to spend money or, um, do anything in order to stay there Um, but there is free information for all lots of information we also have information about climate change the weather uh solar eclipses so you know so
1: next week she's gonna talk about what we're researching for the new book (laughs) i'm just like come on um
0: and and then uh we will be at the con we are interviewing five authors um six 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 authors?
1: Oh, right, six. Anthony Mayer joined us. Mara, Mara is joining us. Yeah, so Mara. Anthony
0: Mara is going to be, I do not have his book yet, but we'll be interviewing Dougie him. Mara. He's the keynote for the con, but we will be talking to Addison Armstrong. We will be talking to CeCe Harrington. We will be talking to Susan Call, and we will be Nina. talking to, uh, let me grab the other two. Ow.
1: <laughs> Just, we're having a rough week, gay. I got stuck. Ah, she says, help. Help. My headphones help. are
0: stuck in my wheels. Uh, we're gonna be talking to uh Nikki Payne. Here's Woo! her book Pride and Prejudice I can't wait I'm to read that. This is my next one. I'm so excited. Um, and that we're one. talking to Nina de Gra Grammat. The Christie here. I finished this. This is Christy- so good. And this is a Reese Witherspoon
1: book. Witherspoon book. It was so good, and I do it not have so Anthony's
0: book yet, but um, I will. We literally put just it added him like a couple days ago, so yeah,
1: we'll put it in the um
0: in the description below what his book is.
1: All um right, and that's the
0: Yeah, I don't that's We the
1: week, gang. we finished early. Go us. High fives! All right, all right, we're gonna get the hell out of here because both of us are fucking tired. Why do you end
0: every week like that?
1: They don't because even we're know. exhausted. They don't. They don't, they don't. You guys care about our well being. Do you care that we're tired? You fucking care that we're tired because you listen every goddamn week to us. You care. We love you, fuckers. <sighs> Molly. Stop calling our guests, our, our listeners, fuckers. I know. Yeah. Please. I love you, April.
0: Sure. <laughs> I love you too.
1: All right. Bye. 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 Thank you for joining us on Book Besties. Don't forget to like and subscribe. The views discussed here are those of Molly and April and not those of anyone else. Today's book was The Nature of Witches by Rachel Griffin. Your Book Besties are Molly Biggs and April Watkins. Editing by Thomas Watkins. Music is Sleep Sweetly by Prigida. Don't forget to follow Book Besties on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. If you'd like to contact Book Besties, please email us at bookbestiespod at gmail.com or or visit us at www.bookbestiespodcast.com. Until next time, besties get lost in your favorite book.